guys, so um, I'm absolutely exhausted. Uh, I'll do my best to get through this, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, life has changed radically over the last week for me and uh, it's autumn looking outside the window at the golden leaves. Um, not sure there's a connection. Welcome to episode 76 of Mr. Burt Pods. Yes, well, um, the big news is uh, there's a lot of work going on outside the window. Um, and the other big news is the builders. So going to the first thing, uh, we have a lamp post at the end of the road, which has an electric car charger on it. Um, but it's right on almost on the corner. Uh, so what seems to be happening is they are digging up the road, although everybody's gone home, obviously, because it's half past two. Um, so I think what they're doing is they're putting a new uh, lamppost in with an electric car charger just further round into the road, because um, when you charge a car on the original lamppost, you're parked right on the corner, which is if anyone drives and there's their highway code, you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to park on the corners. So, um, yeah, so that's, there's been quite a lot going on, actually. They all got a bit excited, and now they've gone home. Now I've started this, which is, uh, we've just got Big Duck Up Road, which unfortunately goes where all the cars park, uh, including ours, so we've had to move ours. But fortunately, it's half-term. Uh, there won't be any school children walking past. The road's emptied of cars. I'm amazed how many people have obviously gone on holiday. One, two, three, four, five. I can literally see five cars from where I'm sitting, and usually... Uh, that would be, oh, I don't know, 15 to 20 cars I'd be able to see. So everyone's obviously gone on holiday. Um, I wish I was, actually, to be honest. And uh, that's that. The builders um, seem to have gone home permanently, from what I can gather. I didn't see them the week before last. Uh and although I haven't been around much this week, there seems to have been absolutely no work done on the house um, at all. So I'm pausing a bit because there's a car doing strange things at the end of the road. Oh no, here we go. No, I don't know where they're going. That's obviously why. Uh, it's not a reason to speed it down our road. Honestly, I mean, there are children playing in the road. That car is driving so fast. Anyway, um, oh yeah, now that car is one of the five car households cars. Uh, I think they've got five cars. They've got, I know they've got four, definitely. But I think, I'm feeling they've got five. Uh, and some of those are obviously parked usually where the uh, pavement road is now dug up. So I don't know where they're going to find room for their five cars. Um, so, um, I don't know where I am. I really don't know where I am. <laughs> I went in, yeah, oh, so the builders seem to disappear at the end of the road. I can't see any, um, oh, another car. Having said, there's very quiet road. We've got cars going back and forth. like, no, nobody's business. Um, having said, uh, what was I talking about, the builders? Yeah, they all seem to have just disappeared. I, could, I can't see any construction work that's been done since I last looked, which is really strange. So whether the money's run out or something, I've no idea. Uh, I know it was supposed to be finished in November. Um, so then 
so yes, anyway, so two weeks ago, before I did the day early podcast, I'd done a couple of nine till sixes. Uh, Monday, last Monday, when I should have done my podcast, I was in... The, oh, another car. God, it's all, really is all good today. I'm practically falling out of my seat. Um, um, yeah, so I did nine. Monday, I didn't, only did nine to six. I should have done nine till ten, but... Uh, I got the evening off and there was absolutely no point in me being there anyway to go and see Macbeth, that cheery little play at the Almeida. Now that usually runs about two hours. This one ran at three hours. Uh, I wasn't, I did enjoy it. Uh, and it's an interesting, it's not a reinterpretation of it, but it centers Lady Macbeth a bit more into it. Lady Macbeth was played by, I can't say her name, is it Saoirse Saoirse? Ronan, who does loads and loads of films, and I want is one of my favorite actors. Um, and it was her stage debut, and she was very, very good in it. And Macbeth was James McArdle, who is oh, in another car. Do you know, I, I'm just overwhelmed. Might be a taxi as I've got one. I mean, where are they all going? I mean, this road doesn't go anywhere, it just literally cuts between two other roads which don't go anywhere, particularly either. So, why? All these cars cut through from... You see, that man's just walking down the middle of the road. If a car came around the corner now, it would just knock him flat. I just don't get it. And he's not got headphones. Oh, no, he stops to look at the building. Yeah, definitely scrutinising the uh, lack of building work. And he's off again. Never seen him before in my life. Um, but marching very purposefully. He's got a bit of a limp to his walk, actually. It's sort of like he's doing a little dance at the same time as walking. Um, yeah, so Macbeth, uh, James McArdle was Macbeth. Uh, it was a very long production. It was very slow, uh, lots of pauses. There was cello, play a live cello. Uh, I know one of the podcast listeners really, really loved it. I, I I, liked it rather than loved it, and I wanted to love it. I didn't love it, liked it. Uh, but it had some very startling moments in it, and they did put Lady Macbeth slightly more centre, so it felt the whole play felt much more equal between the two of them, which was uh, interesting and did um, open up some quite interesting uh, lines of text. So I always like a production when I hear a, a line of text that I haven't noticed before or it's sort of looked at in a fresh way. And I have to say this production did do that. So that was at the Almeida. That was all marvellous. So basically I went from all day in a theatre to sitting in the evening in the theatre. Some days I've been at work, to be honest, because I was just sitting uh, around uh, all the day and then the rest of the week I've been on uh, 9 till 10 o'clock uh, except for last night Saturday when we had first preview I was on 9 till 10.30 so uh, basically uh, the show is big I don't think it looks big it doesn't it's it's sort of deceptively big it's very slick to watch uh, but there's a heck of a lot going on on stage. Fortunately, I'm out of it with the lighting. And the lighting is not as complicated as I thought. The lighting is very, very complex, but it's not complicated to, to work compared to some productions I've done. So um, I also have to say I am, the lighting is designed by uh, probably the best lighting designer in the country and uh, who is also an absolutely lovely person. Um, so I'm going to make the most of that experience. So, um, hooded person just walking by, probably a child. Um, so that's all good. And the programme is absolutely lovely. So, uh, basically the programmer did the show on Saturday, which was the first preview. And 
I watched, which was marvellous. I got to see the show. Uh, so it's been teching all week. Teching just means running the technical moments, so seeing changes, um, lighting and sound, big lighting and sound changes to get levels right, to get make sure the actors are in the right place uh, and everybody's basically on the same page because obviously if somebody is not standing in the right place at the right time that visually can not be good or it can be dangerous uh, as far as stage machinery is concerned so because of the big the uh, show has got bigger since its last production so uh, there's a lot more technical stuff going on and that's taken absolutely all week to get through uh, so I've been sat watching it, although the technical rehearsals only started in the afternoon. So basically I spent each morning doing nothing. I don't know why I was there, to be honest. So um, that was all tickety-boo. Uh, I've been getting home about 10, getting up for 11 o'clock, getting up at quarter past seven, which I'm really not happy about, and getting out about eight to get in at nine. Tube-wise, the uh, the travelling in, the worst is the bus. The buses, buses generally are absolutely packed in the morning, upstairs and downstairs. Not every morning, but a lot of mornings. So if I'm going to get COVID, and I haven't got COVID at the moment because I'm testing myself frantically, uh, I'm sure it's going to be on the bus. Um, I would say two-thirds probably masked and a third not, but that's a very rough estimate. Um, then tube's not so bad, actually. Uh, again, it's probably about two thirds of people masked, but it's not been. I mean, I haven't had a sardine packed um, tube journey by any stretch of the. Another car, and another car. Two black cars. Oh, have we got a funeral going? Oh, three cars and a silk car. One right behind another, and they're all waiting at the end. And four cars. It looks like a funeral. That's three black cars and a silver car all in a row. I've never seen. Four cars sit all in a row at the end of this road before. And of course, Leon Bell is another car trying to turn in and it can't because the four, block, four cars have been blocked by the uh, uh, by the roadworks. So they're just going to sit uh, stranded now uh, for quite some time while that person just obliviously walks through it all. Oh, no bit of movement. Uh, I think they've sorted themselves out. No, and they're off. Oh, well, that's entertaining. Uh, it did look like a funeral. I have noticed, though, uh, and since we've got our silver car, that practically every car in the world now, in this country in London, is um, silver. Oh, and another car is coming in and now blocking away with the last of the four cars trying to get out. Well, if they didn't have such stupid big cars anyway, they'd have more room to get through. Oh, I think we're all gone. Yeah, all done. So, uh, yes, all cars, well, I would say about, I don't know. It seems to me like about 70% of cars are just silver. Now, there's very, and it's not rarely you see a car that isn't silver, but you really do notice cars that say green, yellow, red or blue or something because there's just so few of them. It's so mono, what's the word? Monocultural, that's not the word. It's just bland, this sort of weird blandness of everybody having silver cars, which I find slightly... Uh, that man's just... You see, now that man... <laughs> I don't know where that man's just come from because the... The footpath is actually closed off on the other side of the road uh, with barriers because of the hole, that long hole that they've dug. And I've just seen a man walking as if he's just passed through one of the barriers. Perhaps he's a ghost. That's quite strange. I can't see him now. No, he's still there. That's a bit weird. <laughs> I honestly don't know where he came from. 
anyway, um, yeah, so anyway, that's Colin Cars dealt with. Um, where was I? Why was I talking about the colour of car? Oh, yes, because we just had loads of cars went past. So, um, yeah, so we did blah, blah, blah. So, yes, yeah, so then Saturday morning, still haven't finished the tech rehearsal. So that, oh, uh, no, it's taxi. And then that was completed roughly by lunchtime. Then they did a dress. And then that went into first preview on Saturday evening. So um, that's it for you. Yeah, it's a bit mad, really. But the first preview went off fine. The audience seemed to love it. Uh, so things did go wrong, but nothing drastic. Uh, I watched the dress rehearsal from the stalls. Uh, I have to say, I think it's an absolutely wonderful show. And um, I got very, very emotional, unexpectedly emotional at the end. Grief does tend to catch you at the wrong moment. Uh, and I nearly burst into tears at the end. And I've read the book. So it was actually the, it was the words and the acting uh, that sort of caught me off guard. Because uh, obviously theatre can do that to you, as can books, but in this case it was theatre. So, uh, and then I cried again at the end of the, oh no, I cried at the end of the tech. I mean, I cried at the end of the tech, which isn't even the whole show, it's just bits of it all put together. And then I cried at the end of the uh, dress rehearsal. So I'm actually going on a course uh, in a couple of weeks with the man who, uh, has adapted it from the world. God, then that's two cars that have just gone past. I, I just, I don't know what to say. Oh, no, there's another one. It's all getting too much now. I'm going to have to have a lie down. Where are they all going? Anyway, um, yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm going on, of course, with the adapter of its adapter from a book. So that was all tickety-boo. So uh, Sunday everybody had off, and thank goodness uh, I, I've not been called in today, which would have been... Oh, another car. I, I just, I can't, I don't, I'm speechless now. The amount of cars have gone past. Um, I wasn't called in today. Thank goodness they were taking it again, sorting out all the problems from Saturday, as far as I'm aware. So I'm all being well. I'm hoping I'll just be in tomorrow. Uh, afternoon stroke evening but I literally have gone from no work for the past 18 months to an what was it something like 78 hours I've worked this week plus the plus the Thursday Friday Saturday I'd only had Sunday off last Sunday uh, and I'd worked the Thursday Friday Saturday before that and it was absolutely ridiculous oh, uh, people people examining the roadworks walking around very slowly. There's nothing to see. It's just a hole in the road. But they've obviously made a day trip of it. I'll be surprised if the sandwiches don't come out. Interestingly, though, they haven't looked at the... Oh, no, I was just going to say they haven't looked at the extension. They are now examining the extension. Oh, they've, <laughs> they've stopped, stopped completely and are peering through the gate. Nose is the word I'd use. Unless I've got one of those ugly dogs. I do like most dogs, but it's, a, it's an ugly-headed dog. It's not the dog's fault. Um, another car. I think I'm I, I just... What can I say? It's another car. Um, so, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I don't think I've got much else to say. So yesterday was my first day off. And uh, I had a very nice day, actually. I tried not to stay in bed too long. 
Uh, and then I caught up with most of Strictly from two weeks ago, which was all very exciting. There's a, a person now that has got to the footpath closed bit uh, and the barrier and doesn't seem to understand that all you have to do is walk onto the road and round the barrier to get where you're going. Just, he's completely ground to a halt. No, he's having a think. Can he work it out? Yep. Yep. Uh, no, he's actually crossed over the road, which he doesn't need to do. Yep. And he's made it. Well done, that man. Fabulous. So, um, yeah, so watch Strictly. And then uh, it's somebody's birthday next week. Uh, and obviously I won't be around for it. So we had a very nice uh, Sainsbury's Taste the Difference lunch. Uh, with a little glass of Prosecco, had to be said, and then met uh, a friend for a doggy walk in the afternoon and watched TV in the evening. So it was actually a really nice day. And today I've kept as normal. I had yoga this morning. I thought I need to keep into my routine because uh, mentally I I don't think it all just has hit me, to be honest. I, I think I've just gone into madness after after being at home so I'm hoping I'm all right I do feel all right I just feel like a zombie I'm really tired but I thought I'd better keep my Sundays and uh, Mondays normal and have me do my yoga oh please fan no not please fan postman um I did my yoga which I think was my I think he said was the last class I think he's moving out of London so it'll be back to the substitute teacher uh, permanently next week she of the poetry and um that was all lovely and uh then I went for a run. Strava didn't work, so and it also looked like I was drunk when I looked at the uh, mapping of where it said I'd run. Just, I mean, I just run around in a rectangle, as we all know. Thank you, Darren. Uh, according to this, I'd zigzagged all over the recreation field, and it stopped some point, so I only looked as if I'd run for five minutes. So that was really annoying. Um, the other annoying thing with running was I didn't... Uh, tie the uh the string around my shorts tight enough and i realized about two-thirds of the run that the shorts were seriously descending uh and i had to keep hitching them up and running and try not to look like a perv uh i don't think i've got anything else to say actually i'm so tired oh the, oh i know yes the big shout out of course you'll get bitter and twisted if i don't big shout out to a lovely person from the arvon course who came to see the show on saturday night uh, I was just so tired, and uh, this person was waiting to see me. Of course, I have to have my my fans as I come out of the theatre. Um, and uh, I just thought I was just going to go home, but it was so lovely seeing her uh, that uh, we went for a drink. Not a long one before. It was a very, very noisy um, staff in the uh, pub who just slammed things down <laughs> when they wanted to do It's like slammed the stools down um, in a sort of, I think it was meant to be a, it's time to go, which is fair enough, but um, it was a bit strange. And then I thought I'd have this awful journey home because I thought, well, it's half past 11 on a Saturday night. Everyone's going to be pissed and not wearing masks. And practically every single person had a mask on my journey home. And it was actually, I felt safer going home uh, than I did traveling in the morning, which was just bizarre. The theatre's all COVID, you know, uh, safe as far as it can be everybody's masked and I'm just washing my hands and testing I have to test three times a week um, and uh, it is what it is really you just have to trust other people of uh, being sensible and anyway I'm, I can feel my mind just sort of slowly 
grinding to a halt as yet another car comes around the corner. Oh, and another one. Um, oh, that one's turning in. That one looks like the car that went back before. It looks like the funeral cortege is all back going the other way. Um, oh, and the other big news is, huge news, of course, Darren's asked me onto the advisory board of Damn Cheek uh, about bloody time. And uh, I, I am just going to plug this without him uh, asking me to. There is only a couple of places left, but the damn cheek Zoom thing for this month is something called Lost, Lost and Found. And it's a one-to-one -one, uh, with a woman who's, I'm really sorry, I can't remember her name. It's Katie something. It's called Lost and Found. If you go to the damncheek.co.uk website, you can find details. Uh, it is, a, she works, uh, She's a, she works sort of with the senses. Um, she's seems to have a lot of experience and knowledge of science and sort of creative practice and she's worked in all sorts of communities and the idea behind it seems to be the fact that we haven't been able to connect uh, through covid physically with each other so through a one-to-one -one zoom session therefore there's not many of them she is exploring emotional connection uh, which i know darren is really really excited about he has been working with her uh, i think it could be absolutely brilliant just to say as i speak there's a couple of slots left um I can't remember the times or the days, but uh, I think it's probably well worth doing if any of you have got time and the slots are still available. So it's uh, damncheek.co.uk and it's called Lost and Found. Uh, all the info is there. Right, I'll be back next week and thank you for listening. <laughs>